When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. All right, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. Uh, we will all be from 105.3 Fan, not just the Love of the Star team, myself and Brian Broaddus, but everybody from 105.3 The Fan, our, our flagship here in Dallas, will be at Boomer Jacks in Arlington on Saturday, December 3rd. Cannot wait to see you guys. And I can't wait for you guys to try these wings that I've been telling you about. They, they won't have any deals on the wings that day, but you'll get to try these great wings that then you can get great deals on Tuesday and Wednesday because Tuesday it's half-price bone, uh, bone-in wings. Wednesday it's half-price boneless wings, but they got great deals for you on other things just about every other day of the week. And and they've got incredible TV set up, wall-to-wall TVs, literally. It's almost like the walls are plastered with televisions. You don't see hardly any open space on the walls at Boomer Jack's. Ice cold beer, the coldest beer anywhere around, $3 drink specials, $15 buckets of beer. It's just a wonderful atmosphere at Boomer Jacks. Come on out and see them. 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. Now, Brian, uh, let's take a look at some of these. We we just talked a lot about the issues that the Colts have. Uh, Let's take a look more closely at the issues that the Cowboys have, which the number one issue everybody wants to talk about right now is penalties. Uh, It's been a big discussion point all this week after the Cowboys had a a really rough showing in terms of their penalty count against the Giants. Uh, It was 13, I think it was. Uh, Just rough day, rough day for Tyler Smith. Uh, You know, you had false starts, holding calls. It it was just a a tough day overall for the Cowboys in the penalty department. I I thought it was interesting this week uh, with a lot of the discussion that's gone on. Mike McCarthy said something on Monday that I'm curious for your thoughts on, because I feel like this is applied to a couple different guys. And, and, and I think this is a valid, I don't think this is scapegoat. I think this is a valid thought process, which is while there are a lot of penalties that you want to coach out of this team, I, I do agree with Mike McCarthy when he says you want to be a little careful about some of the things you're, you're teaching when you're trying to coach these penalties out. you don't want to teach a guy to, not be like, like, like not be the player that he is coach that aggression out of him. Uh, for instance, like if you're talking about a really aggressive player, like a Tyler Smith or a Sam Williams, for instance, there are ways to teach that and try and rectify that. But at the same time, you don't want to in the process of doing that, change who they are as players and their approach to the game and, 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 and end out accidentally uh, coaching some of their natural aggressiveness out of them. Do you think that that's a, a valid concern for this Cowboys coaching staff as they look for ways to fix the penalties is look, you got to fix the penalties, but there needs to be kind of an even hand approach to this to make sure you're not coaching out some of the 
characteristics and the traits of these guys that make them good football players. It happened to Micah Parsons in the Minnesota game. Remember when Kirk Cousins goes back in the pocket and, and yeah. Micah thinks the ball's gone and yep. he and he like stops. Like he thinks the ball's gone. Why? Why do you stop? Because you think you're gonna hit the guy, yep. you know? So or you're gonna fall on him and get the uh the the roughing penalty. Uh me personally, I understand where Mike McCarthy's talking about. I don't think the penalties are going to change for this football team. I, no. I really, really don't. Uh, now, can the pre-snap penalties change? Can the lining up off sides? Can the illegal motion penalties? Uh, I still feel like they're going to get holding penalties. they got a rookie left tackle. They've got a guy at right tackle that doesn't always play with power. You know, you got a left guard that sometimes on the backside of a trail as a scoop, he's going to tackle a guy because he's a step behind. You know, you're going to get defensive backs that – on an interception, they're going to hold a guy like Diggs. You know, you're going to get that. You're going to get those penalties. There are penalties that that they're just not going to get away from. You know, I just every time it's a third down and they get a stop and we're at the game, I look on the field like, okay, where's the penalty? Where's, yeah. the, where's the defensive holding penalty? Where's the illegal contact penalty? Where's the hands to the face penalty? You know, that I, I feel like with this group, it always happens that way. You know, okay, big run. Oh, where's the holding penalty on on uh, on Ferguson here? Where's right. the where's the illegal use of hands penalty? Uh, you know, uh, uh, on a, a Hendershot or something. I mean, you just you know, those are the kinds of things. I just think that I I think you're going to have to live with. I know it sounds terrible to say that, and it's probably not going to be any better this weekend with Carl Sheffers as your referee. This is one of the top five penalize referees in the league. You know, he's really, he's, he's, he's big on, he's, uh, he's really, really big on offensive holding. He's big on unnecessary roughness. He's big on defensive pass interference. And he's also big on offensive pass interference. That's not a guy that lets you play, you know, and not at all. So those are the kinds of things. I mean, the Cowboys, all those things, offensive holding, Unnecessary roughness. How many unnecessary roughness penalties have we seen this year from the Cowboys? Guys yeah, like Sam, Sam Williams. Yeah, yeah, Sam Williams. Guys like that kind of lose their cool. Guys, uh, uh, Wilson bumps the quarterback out of bounds, bumps the wide receiver out of bounds. That's already out, you know. Uh, defensive pass interference. We've seen that with, uh, you know, in the, in the hit in the pass with uh, with Anthony Brown. So yeah. I, 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 I just don't think this. We, it's something they continue to talk about. They have officials there. They work on it. They bring officials. They submit information to the league. They know who these officials are, and they still get these penalties. So I, my hope, Bobby, right now, my hope is that they don't have a game that gets that costs them because of one of these types of, like, these penalties where the offensive holding, unnecessary unnecessary, you know, uh, roughness penalties, running in, you know, some kind of crazy running into the kicker, you know, some penalty that gives somebody a first down, uh, you know, and keeps the drive going and allows them to win a game. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Here, it's interesting. So, and I think those are all really good points. And I agree with you that you're not going to fix the penalty. You're not. You're not. You're not going to. So, here's the interesting thing. I think when you talk to people, you know, with the Cowboys, I, I think there's a thought in there that, look, probably right. Probably not going to be able to just fix being a, a heavily penalized team. But what you can fix potentially is make sure you're focused on fixing the third down penalties or make sure you're fixing the red zone penalties or, or aspects like that. Is that a more attainable goal, do you think, for this coaching staff? If they go, look, we're not going to fix this as a whole, but maybe we can do better to make sure we're, you know, we first and 10 false start. Yeah, it's not fun to be in first and 15, but we trust our offense. We trust our guys are going to be able to get us out of that. It's a lot more difficult when it's third and seven, you hand off the ball, and you get a holding penalty that puts you back to third and 17 or something. Is it at least a more attainable, realistic goal, you think, if they drill down on, let's try and eliminate penalties in these scenarios, even if we can't eliminate them all? The, the pre-snap penalties are, you know, you get guys that get anxious, and whether that's the tight ends, the tackles, you know, those guys get a little anxious. The ball's going away. They're trying to make the backside blocks or the ball's coming to their side. They're trying to get the blocks, get off the ball, get into their guys. You know, we've seen a guy line up off sides that was crucial in a game uh, in, in, against Green Bay. You know, I, yeah, you could, you could talk about that, but these officials, like it's, you get tired, you get late in a drive. It's the 13th play of a, of a drive. You get a little sloppy with your technique instead of like keep your hands inside, hands go outside the framework. Now you have a 20-yard run that's called back because you got off the ball, hands went outside the framework, and you because you were sloppy, because you were tired and you don't you didn't want to do it. So I I think the easiest ones to correct are the pre-snap ones. And they'll say, okay, we can live with the aggressive penalties, but you don't live with the aggressive penalties if all of a sudden you're like you get a 25 yard pass to CD Lamb and then you get called for hands to the face. Yeah. I mean, you can't have that. You know, you got to have better body control. You got to have better balance. And there's at times where you do, you're just kind of like, okay, they got lucky on that one. Didn't get a didn't get a flag. So I I don't think anything's things will change as I've said before, but they should they could sure talk about them. Do you do you buy the the talking point that's come out of the star this week that they they believe a lot of the pre-snap penalties and things like that can be traced back to uh the cadence adjustment in recent weeks with Dak being back in the lineup as opposed to Cooper Rush? Do you think that's a valid reason for some of these penalties, which is what they've been discussing this week? Yeah, it sounds like a it sounds like the Dak Pre- I mean Dak Prescott has all those reps in training camp, all those, you know, I mean, yeah, he got knocked out the first game, but he came back in week seven. We're in week 13, right? You know? Yes, but they have gone silent on the road. Yeah. So so home games, they, they've they done. So this is the first home game they've played with Dak in, in you know, three weeks. And then they yeah. had a lot of pre-snap penalties. Yeah. I if, if that's something that makes them feel better about jumping off sides, then by all means, go with it. I'm sorry. Do you think that's at least? I said, do you think that's at least? If that's what you can go with as a, as a means to address it, do you think that's 
scapegoating the issue at all, or do you think that could be a legitimate reason for that? It, it could be legitimate. I, I'm sorry, I lost you there for a moment. Yeah, and, no, no, uh, you're good. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you you can talk about cadence and all that, and I don't think it's scapegoating. I say it, but I, I also know that you 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 know, you get to the line, you get tired, you get you get you know you get to a point where you're not concentrating. You know, that's when you need to be your absolute best when you get down to, you know, when you're driving the football and, you know, they got the situation where it was third and 15 because of a penalty the other day, but they, they managed to get a touchdown out of it. But that's just into the drive concentration or lack of it. Yeah. You gotta, you know, maybe Dak has to remind them a little more of like, okay, guys, Hey, hold your water here. I'm going to go for a hard count. I'm going to try and draw them off sides. I'm going to try and do this or that, or, Hey, Make sure you line your ass up on sides. You know, get out there when you come across. Make sure, you know, just simple. Maybe it's simple as Dak reminding them before the play when they get in the huddle. Hey, this is, we're going bunch formation. Make sure you guys are on the line. You know, those kinds of things. Maybe that's what it's going to take to to kind of get these guys going again on that. Jerry Jones told us on 105 through the fan on Tuesday, uh, you know, we, we had asked him the question we've all been discussing here. Sean Cherie said to him, do you just reach a point where you say, this is probably something we're always going to have to deal with? And he pretty forcefully said no, and then said no again, and then laid out why the, the, it's not an acceptable standard. And Steven said the same thing. I think they probably will under have an understanding that it's not realistic that it's going to be fixed. But of course, they've got to hold up that standard. They've still got to demand that standard, even if they don't believe that it's realistic. But having sat in some of these like Monday morning meetings with Jerry, like you have, do you think he's going into these meetings and, and that's something that he's asking of them is like, what are yeah. y'all doing about this? Yeah, no, I think he absolutely is. Or I think they're telling him what's going on. Six penalties is better than 13. You know, however you can eliminate the four or five motion penalties, lining up offsides, you know, uh, you know, uh, legal contacts, whatever, whatever penalties you can, they are, they are, it's it's hard, Bobby, because he's he's emphatic about no, no, no. But they've been no, no, no for a while now. They still sure. continue, they still continue. They talk about it all the time. Mike McCarthy talks about knowing the officials and talking about what penalties are called and stuff. They still get called for penalties. Would you, know? you would you get would you guess Jerry is as forceful in those Monday meetings with Mike he's, McCarthy as he is with us? Yeah, he's trying to will it. He's trying to will that, like, if I talk about this, we're not going to get him. If I put my foot down, we're not. Well, okay. I. Uh, but, you, but you think he's demanding. You would guess he's probably still trying to demand. Yeah, he's asking. Privately. Mike McCarthy came to the podium last week, and it was a nice win. What was the first thing he was talking about? He was talking about the penalties. Yeah. He was talking about the penalties. Too many penalties. Too many penalties. Too many penalties. He was talking about that. And then what happens when they lose a game? Officials, officials, officials. You know, that's that's it's a common theme with these guys. You know, they talk about it. They talk about it. Nothing's done. I don't see any change. And that's why when I want to I want to say, oh, no, Jerry's right. There's going to be change. We talk about it every week. It's a common theme. They can't get this right right now. My again, I'll say this one last time. My only hope is it's not a penalty that costs them a football game. That's my only hope. 
You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.